Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. What song almost always follows Happy Birthday? If you sing two songs in a row and you're not that terrible guy who harmonizes the last words of Happy Birthday, but last is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. Mike, what are you doing in the studio? It's I been don't a, know. Did you get lost somewhere? Yes, I did. Oh, it's a big house. I am Tammy Burns. And it's a big house. Uh, we got a couple radio stations out there that are trying us out and uh, may very well soon have two more uh, affiliates joining the Rock School Radio Network. Come on, Network. y'all. But Do it. First, Do it. Uh, Last week, when I was talking with Joel Miller, the, uh, the the guy who wrote the book Memoir of a Roadie, yeah. my birthday went past. What? Now, the way it is, you see, I married an older woman. You know, the, mm. the things that she knows. Uh, a full six months uh, older than I am. So for half a year, mm-hmm. you are older than me. And then September 15th rolls around and you are no longer older than me. But right. come April, you, you know. You catch up. Yeah, well, no, you go oh, ahead. Oh, I get ahead. Yeah, yeah you sorry. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to have Fall things. Fall forward, lean back. I don't to, know what we're doing. Have to have things looked at. And while that went by, I'm 56 years old, by the way. What a stupid birthday, 56. What, there's nothing to it. It's the atomic weight of barium. It beats being dead. That's true. Of Above ground beats below ground. So while I was looking through stuff, trying to find rock school radio shows, I came across, because it's my birthday, Happy Birthday. The what do you song, mean, Happy Birthday? No, the song Happy Birthday, September 22nd, 2015, it was taken out of copyright by a district federal judge. Nice. Really? So Finally. no longer is is this from 2015, but no longer is Happy Birthday mm-hmm. under copyright, to which a lot of people make the statement, well, why was it under copyright to begin with? So I figured it was my birthday, so why don't we talk about the long-sorted history of the song Happy Birthday? How did it get out of copyright? And furthermore, the idea of going to one of those chain restaurants yes, where they go, baby. happy, happy birthday, it's really your birthday, here's a little something that's smaller than our regular dessert, but happy birthday, you know, something like that? Oh, yeah, and you got the little hand clap. Oh, yeah, got to have the with hand it. claps mm-hmm. with that. So, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, we're going to talk about the song Happy Birthday all hour long. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, Happy Birthday is the most recognized song in history. It is also the most most performed song in history. And it is, again, now totally in the public domain. The music and the lyrics are in the public domain because the European Union agreed with the United States and the copyright expired 2017 in the European Union. So it is completely out 
of copyright. Nice. So you can use happy birthday in whatever you want. Yeah. Now when we, you know, go on my next birthday, because uh-huh. we're not going out for yours, when we go out on my next birthday, Chili's and Applebee's, because lunch, dinner, they can sing happy birthday to me and nobody gets upset. Nobody gets in trouble. That's right. Well, look, we got to play something here. And I thought to myself, I really can't just play happy birthday nine times. I'd kill you if you did. So I just grabbed a whole bunch of songs that had something to do with birthdays. So Beatles, birthday on Rock School. the song specifically during this here rock school radio show most people can tell you where it originated as a couple ladies patty and mildred hill back in 1892 patty was the principal of the little loom house school in louisville kentucky the little loom house school it's the that's the the the, the loom, lulu school the loom house looms yes it, it's hard to say while they're playing football mm-hmm. the story goes that patty wanted a real simple tune that she could sing in order to start the day and teach the music basics that idea of your hand off to the right when the song goes up you put your hand up and you sort of teach kids that idea yeah mildred was a piano player and between the two of them they made a song called and you probably know this good morning to all and it went good morning to all good morning to all good morning dear children good morning to all sounds a little north korea to me doesn't it uh yes you could real easily change that third line to good morning dear leader um it was published in a book called song stories for kindergarten in 1893 Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a very short story the tune became happy birthday when in 1912 it first appeared in print but here's the problem what's the problem there was no copyright denoted within the song so these ladies got zero credit oh no 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 they will fight these ladies will fight and fight fight to prove because 1912 is when somebody jumps up and decides to grab it okay okay now it doesn't become set until 1935 but these ladies will fight and fight basically saying look we we wrote this yeah man. yes we, we did, did this uh, how did it become happy birthday nobody's really sure because there is no way of saying here's how it went and here's the the, mm-hmm. the the morph that it's doing and such it seems that it's this real simple tune that all these kids in school knew because of this book that came out the year after they wrote it and it also fit nicely with happy birthday to you could be just that like the first of this week is twenty um, first uh, of September, right? And there's a song by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Do you remember mm-hmm. the twenty first of September? September. And you, you ask the people in Earth, Wind, and Fire, look, why that date? And the guy said it, it fit rhythmically. That's, that's it. That's it. 
And I guess 21st of September could be just I hate about that answer. anything. I know. Doesn't that bother you? I, it also bugs me when I hear, well, this is my biggest hit song. I wrote it in 15 minutes. I've never written uh, anything. In, I haven't written a grocery list in 15 that, minutes. Come right? on. How about a trip around the sun? They could have written this, but they didn't. Jimmy Buffett did. Here you go on Rock School. Hear him singing happy birthday. Better think about the wish I make. This year gone by ain't been a piece of cake. Every day's a Yes, I'll make a resolution That I'll never make another one Just enjoy this ride on my trip around the sun Just enjoy this ride Okay, we've got good morning to all, and somehow, probably because all these kids knew it, and it was just easy to put happy birthday in place of, it's like Jingle Bells becoming Jingle Bells Batman Smells. Yeah, I wrote that. You know, well done. You should copyright <laughs> that. Uh, in 1935, and it and it had been published. What, what kills me is in 1912, when it was published when it appeared in print. Right. I'm really surprised the company that printed it uh-huh. didn't also throw a copyright on it. Now, you don't copyright your content. If you have a if you have a uh, a newspaper, you can't copyright the facts. Okay. Now, you can copyright your story, gotcha. but you don't get to copyright the facts. I mean, if you print a story about uh, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. you do not now own the copyright to the name Donald Trump. Right, and by the way, right. you can't own a copyright on a name anyway. But in 1935, the Summy Company registers a trademark crediting Preston Ware Orum and Mrs. R.R. Forum. Remember them? Orem and Forum? Preston Orem and Mrs. R.R. Forum. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Orem was a composer in the 1920s. Foreman was an organ player and was often a co-writer. So, again, mm-hmm. nobody fought it. Right. There, there's an old belief system that if you have a copyright and you don't enforce it, you mm-hmm. lose the copyright. No, you certainly don't lose it, but it's going to be harder and harder and harder in court to say, now I want to protect my copyright, to which the judge is going to say, well, you didn't protect it these 10 times. Why yeah. do you want it protected now? And more so today than oh, way course. back when. Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, the Clayton F. Summy Publishing Company. Wow, I'd have changed that name to Bob's Publishing Company. Uh, <laughs> it did just that. It published music, and it was sold to Birch Tree Music. And then along comes Warner Chapel Hill Music, and they acquired it when they bought Birch Tree. Gotcha. Now, the cop- remember, copyright used to be a lot shorter than it is right now. Mm-hmm. The copyright was supposed to die in 1991. But through all of the extensions, thank you, Walt Disney and mm-hmm. others, but mainly Walt Disney, mm-hmm. if indeed all of the copyrights had stayed in place, it should have been 2030. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it should be 10 years from now, a little less than 10 years from now that it went out. But it's already out of the whole thing. So 
what's going on with it? Well, mm-hmm. in 1988, Warner Chapel Hill Music purchases the company owning the copyright for $25 million. And honestly, they say that Happy Birthday, at the time, was worth $5 million a year. <gasps> well, you say to yourself, who in the world is paying that? Yes. How are you making $5 million? Mainly television shows and uh, movies. Remember in wow. movies it used to be that all telephone numbers were 555-something? Five, five, five yeah. It was so fake, it kind of took you out of the movie. Mm-hmm. So if you got people around a table and you went, happy, happy birthday, happy birthday, birthday, the people would look at it and go, no, 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 That's nobody right. would do that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you had to contact Warner Chapel Hill. case you're wondering, I'll give you a couple here. These are all I could find. In February 2010, the royalty for a single use was a flat $700, no matter what the size of the audience. Okay. But the price went up depending on distribution, number of people who are going to see it, blah, 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 blah. Do you remember the documentary Hoop Dreams? Yeah. Probably heard of it. $5,000. In the documentary, it's somebody's birthday. And everybody stupidly sings happy birthday. Whoa. To get it released legally, they had to pay $5,000. There was a movie called The Corporation. Honestly, I don't know much about it, but they wanted the song in their movie. Mm-hmm. $10,000 because it had a big national distributor. Whoa. So you say, how in the world is this song worth $5 million? My gosh. That's it. And of course... Now, look, I probably wouldn't spend a whole lot of money protecting my copyrights. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't have said that on the air. But uh, companies that have that kind of money and have their own legal team, well, they will. So, you know, you go after people who are saying happy birthday. Uh, we got to play one more song before we get into the break. Weird Al Yankovic says happy birthday to you here on Rock School. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Coming into the first break, I started the show by telling you that Happy Birthday is now no longer under copyright. You have the ability to use it anytime you want. So how did it happen? Well, there's going to become a, quote, good morning to you corporation lawsuit. So why is it happening? Well, it's happening because of two things. Actually, three things if you want to get real picky. Number one, they asked the wrong person for too much money to use happy birthday. Right. This little tiny documentary film person, look, I'll give you a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, that's all I got. Yeah. But when they threw a big number, she began to go, eh. and funny yet, she was doing a documentary on the history of happy birthday. And after she paid the money that she paid, and I'll tell you what that is in a second, it was basically she kept researching, going, Why am I paying this money? How in the world do you even own? The copyright. Nice. And she'll get out in front. But here's the things that happen. Number one, that. Uh, number two, those dumb birthday songs at Applebee's and TGI Friday. It really became sort of a thing where people would ask, why are you not doing it? Yes. And more and more, it came out that 
you can't do that. Right. You can't sing it. You'll get into trouble. It's illegal. Right, unless you have some kind of a blanket thing that allows you to do it. I guess we, we pay a, a blanket fee on my campus. I guess I could sing Happy Birthday. I have. I, mean, I, I wouldn't, I can't I wouldn't now. try it, mister. I, I can now because it's out, but 10 years ago? I mean, would the, would the copyright police have shown up? They would have kidnapped you. But the, put me in a room and threw away the room. Here's the big thing that really made it pop up. In 1998, there was a Copyright Term Extension Act. And as you probably know, we've mentioned it on this show before, it succeeded and extended the term of copyright. However, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer was one of the dissenting opinions. When there is a, a, a ruling by the Supreme Court, there is a majority opinion and there is a dissenting opinion. Well, this fellow, Stephen Breyer, wrote this dissenting opinion, and it was happy birthday that he focused on basically saying, you have to be kidding me. This is happy birthday. I mean, is Mary had a little lamb also under this? And, and was he, it? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> but it, I've heard people say, is all Christmas music under copyright? No, it's not, mm-hmm. which is why you hear a lot of artists, you know, I'm going to perform this song, but, you know, because you love it? No, because I don't have to pay royalties. Exactly. But there are a lot of songs that are still under copyright, but that was his big thing. You got to be kidding me. Happy birthday? Really? Still. You're keeping that under copyright. Yeah, go ahead. What's uh, what's the station who's listening to us? KCMJ, Colorado Springs, Colorado. There you go. Back in a minute here on Rock School. song as we come out of the break tammy burns what song almost always follows happy birthday if you sing two songs in a row and you're not that terrible guy oh. who harmonizes the last words of happy birthday but what's the song that follows he's a jolly good fellow exactly or that. he's a jolly good fellow exactly that just that to which might many people have asked hey isn't that under copyright as well. I mean, isn't it the same songs? Well, no, they're normally paired together, but no, He's a Jolly Good Fellow can be sung, it could be also anytime, anywhere. It normally follows, and it is in the public domain. The tune and the idea came from the 18th century. Now, when you're back that far, let's, you know, let's, let's take all of this with a grain of salt. Apparently, it became a toast after war battles. They would sort of congratulate people who did well in the battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it became popular with the 
general folk who were eating cake because Marie Antoinette says she heard maids singing it and it got popularized. It went over to English and was given English words because Marie Antoinette, it was French, right. was given English words in the UK by 1862 and the all-male social clubs of the time began using it. And when they made their way over here to the United States... It got picked up again. It's a great little thing, which nobody can deny. And if you look it up, there's all kinds of different lyrics and all kinds of different ways to oh, sing yeah. it. yeah. But even, even then, if you were doing a movie, mm -hmm. it would seem dumb to sing for He's a Johnny Goodfellow without putting Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, right, right in front of it. Neil Sedaka, happy birthday, sweet 16, here on Rock School. Okay, coming into the bottom of the hour, my name's Joe Burns, you uh, are... I am Tammy Burns. Now, you remember, I'm sure you remember, because you and I have been married for now 32 years, uh. and we dated for a year previous, so for 33 years in a row, you know that one of my goofy family's traditions is to call the birthday person mm -hmm. first thing in the morning, and then sing happy birthday to them. Yes. We, ne we never reported it, but sing happy birthday to them. But my parents... I want you to remember this. I'm 56. My dad is about to turn 90, and my mother is 85 years old. Yep. Okay? Yep. They finish singing Happy Birthday. They both are sharp as a tack. They sing Happy Birthday, and then they sing, Hope you get some tonight. Hope you get some tonight. Hope you get some birthday cake tonight hope, hope you, you get, get some, some tonight. tonight that's right ladies and gentlemen i am a product of those two people <laughs> let's do seven days in 70 seconds these are the rock and roll dates september 21 through september 27th monday goes to tammy do it september 21st 1978 earth wind and fire as if you remember this day in the song september you know what it means nothing nothing it just fits rhythmically right september 22 2015 the copyright of Happy Birthday is rendered invalid, and it goes into the public domain. On September 23, 1998, the very first Lilith Fair performance takes place in the UK and the Royal Albert Hall. September 24, 1988, Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy hits number one. It is the first a cappella song to do so. September 25, 2017, at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers play their last concert as Petty dies a week later. September 26, 1975, the Rocky Horror Picture Show plays for the first time in Westwood, California. It's the beginning of the longest continual showing of a single movie ever and to this day. September 27, 1997, In Excess plays their final concert with Michael Hutchins. He will die two months later. The last song that the band performed was Suicide Blonde. All right, let's break the dam open. 2013, a class action suit 
was brought by a group of artists and composers calling themselves Good Morning to You Corporation. They were calling for not only Happy Birthday to be taken out of the copyright, but they were asking for Happy Birthday and, and Warner Chapel to return mm-hmm. all of the money because it should never have been. Whoa. Now, there's a thing in negotiation. If you want $10,000, ask for 50 mm-hmm. because the other person will go, I'll give you 10 and you yeah, got yeah, what yeah. you wanted. So asking Warner Chapel Hill to give back the money. No, they're now, not going to do on. it. Well, hmm. uh, here it is. Documentary filmmaker Jennifer Nelson pays $1,500, a big chunk of her entire budget, to use the song in her history of happy birthday. However, by granting her the ability, Chapel Hill digs its own grave. She researches the tune to death and found out the copyright problems. Her big claim, and thus the claim of Good Morning to You Corporation, Mm -hmm. was that Warner Chapel claimed common law copyright on the 1938 copyright, which made it invalid. And furthermore, the 1938 copyright was only on the piano arrangement. Okay, what's common law copyright? Copyright is implied when it happens. Let's okay. say you and I write a song and go, doo, 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 blah, 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 boop. there you go. Mm-hmm. I now own the copyright to that. Okay. Now, it, proving it in court and all that gets a little bit more difficult, but that's the idea of common law copyright. There was no copyright on it. So somebody picked it up yeah. and said, okay, we'll take it. So what happens? Well, you already know it gets blown out of the sky, but we'll tell you exactly how that happened and the names that did it. we got to play another song for you as I look down my list here on Rock School. Happy birthday, happy birthday, baby, oh, I love you so. song played we're coming into the second break by the way while the song played tammy asked me how is common law copyright allowing someone to do this and it's a great question because i i read a whole bunch about it the the basic idea again is as soon as you create something you own the copyright on it it's proving it that gets difficult and and gaining money off of somebody stealing it because if you don't copyright it through the government you can't get near the statutory damages. Hmm. So, and there's a lot of people that say just mail it to yourself. Yeah, doesn't and, that work? Well, that's called a poor man's copyright. But the fact remains, you had it copyrighted all along. Now, the poor man's copyright is going to help you in a court of law because it'll have a date. But the fact is, you still didn't copyright it through the United States government, so you're not able to get these statutory damages. So, what in the world? How were these people able to? pick up and copyright this thing. I'm guessing number one, because it didn't have a copyright on the publication. Okay. And number two, because it only copyrighted the 
Uh, it only copyrighted, come up with it, only copyrighted the piano. Uh, so this this company that did it, Summy Corporation, back in 1935, the only other thing I can think is that it was just a little bit more cowboy back then. Mm-hmm. So it was allowed to be done. So what happened? This uh, huge class action suit by Good Morning to You Artists. Uh, September 2015, Chief U.S. District Judge George King in Los Angeles rules that Happy Birthday is indeed in the public domain. In 2016, a settlement was reached. Warner Chapel paid $14 million to the class oh, action suit. Oh. And happy birthday officially goes into happy the... Happy birthday <laughs> to me. Yeah, goes into the public domain. Here's what this young lady, Jennifer Nelson, who was researching the song, also found out. Mm-hmm. They probably should not have been able to copyright it at all. Even the two sisters that wrote it probably should not be held as the authors of the song. Why? Why? Because there's a song called uh, Happy Greetings to All in 1858, which is basically the same song. There's another song called Good Night to All Mm -hmm. from 1858. Which is basically the same song. And there's another one called Happy New Year to All from 1875, which was probably a ripoff of Happy Greetings to All. And we just sort of started the timeline when these two people went ahead and... Somebody's grandmother had sang that song to them. You know it was in their memory somewhere. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Well... You remember George Harrison, mm-hmm. My Sweet Lord, yeah. the song, He's So Fine. He was found guilty of plagiarism of that song. And they claimed the plagiarism was not intended. It was subliminal. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it on purpose, but the song, He's So Fine, was so much a part of his life yeah. that he took it. He just didn't know he took it. I don't know. Can you break the law Subliminally, I t- if I walk into a, a store and in my mind I'm thinking to myself, well, the shopkeep has turned his back, and all I have to do is reach down and pick mm-hmm. that up. I mean, do the does does did you rob the store? Does Tom Cruise and the thought police show up? I mean, we got a little you know wooden ball that says you were going to steal something. Ah. Look up the movie Minority Report. Who's listening to us, Tammy? KFOK, Sacramento, California. Fair enough. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, what Tammy Burns may very well be the most famous performance of Happy Birthday. Oh, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Agreed. To to, uh, uh, President Kennedy. That's right. Oh, agreed completely. 
there was a list sort of people wrote in mm-hmm. and one I want to just tell you this because it is a good pick. Okay. Um, have you know about the singing telegram? Yeah. Instead of the paper showing up, you paid money and somebody came up and sang the telegram to yeah. your person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very first song ever sent by singing telegram was when George P. Oslin, the Western Union executive who came up with the idea, sent one to an operator named Lucy Lips. How about that name? <laughs> and you know, up came this guy and sang happy birthday. Nice. But I agree with you that it is Marilyn Monroe's May 19th. And happy birthday, Mr. President mm-hmm. is technically the name mm-hmm. of the performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, President John F. Kennedy's early birthday celebration, it would have been his 45th. It was 10 days before the actual date, and it was at Madison Square Garden, New York. Okay, what was the point of it? Yeah, yeah, they called it a birthday party, but the point was to raise money for the Democratic Party. Right. That's, you know, that's it. That's the way it's done. Kennedy comes on stage and jokes about Marilyn Monroe's version, saying, well, I can now retire from politics, having had Happy birthday sung to me in such a sweet, wholesome way. Mm -hmm, Ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. Monroe was accompanied by jazz pianist Hank Jones. And what you have heard probably was that how dare she do this? Jacqueline Kennedy was sitting right there. No, no, she wasn't. Jacqueline Kennedy apparently hated these Democratic Party fundraising events. Mm -hmm. She spent the day at London Hunt Horse Show with her children, John and Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. The dress that she uh, wore, everybody seems to know that famous picture. Oh, I can see it now. Mm -hmm. What What you don't see a lot of is that when she was brought up on stage, you didn't see the dress. She had kind of a waistcoat, white, mink what fur coat whatever you want to call it sure whatever dead animals on her and when she took it off it's covered in rhinestones multifaceted rhinestones so the woman sparkled like a piece candy and that's that's what a lot of people don't see and when you hear it because i have a copy of it Mm -hmm. that starts with sort of the band playing those little Johnny Carson just play some music because things have to happen right people have to move on stage exactly that play some music and Doc Severinsen takes off it wasn't Doc Severinsen but out comes Marilyn Monroe and you'll hear an audible (gasps) and then you know she'll start to sing Mr. President Mm. and it'll finish with uh, JFK making that statement such a wholesome way here you go this is it you usually only hear a little clip of it. Here's the whole darn thing in a package on Rock School. When Marilyn finally appeared, she was wearing a shimmering silk gown that revealed more than it hid. Mr. President, the late Marilyn Monroe. Happy birthday, 
retire from politics after having had a happy birthday sung to me in such a sweet you're wishing for I hope you get what you want and you want what you're wishing for and when you get what you want thank your lucky star Too. So this birthday boogie is just for you Now that you're surrounded with the things you adore I'll holler happy birthday just once more Let's talk about what we have sort of mentioned two or three times during the show already. Who writes those horrible restaurant songs? Believe it or not, a lot of them have authors. No, they don't. Yes. So what the company did was have a musician create the song for them. Mm -hmm. And there's there's one. I don't remember who it is, but it goes. uh, It's TGI Friday. Sound off. Happy sound off. Birthday. Happy. Happy birthday to you. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, that's fine. Bring me my free lava cake. And by the way, I did this. 
I know I know you know because you went along with me. I did. I went online and I looked up all the places yes. that were giving away free stuff for a birthday. Yeah, we hit Baskin Robbins and Denny's and all that kind of stuff. Grand Slam breakfast for nothing. Also, in this world of the internet where things go around, some of them are actually written by the people who are at the restaurant mm-hmm. and it just kind of gets picked up because one restaurant sees it on Twitter or what have you and moves it along. That is how the Applebee's one got started. That's the best I could see. Some uh-huh. of the other ones have authors. Here is the song for Applebee's. Okay, that's really bad. So, <laughs> the steakhouse I worked at. You had one. Oh yeah, we did do one. Do you remember it, was, it? Yeah. You say it's your birthday. You can't do that. That's the Beatles. That's it's my right, birthday baby. too. Yeah. yeah. That's not what we did then. <laughs> I'm lying to you. Well, maybe I'm, we didn't do that. While I'm reading yeah. this, you try to put it into your brain. Yes. Um, Chevy's has one. Chuck E. Cheese has one. Chili's Longhorn Steakhouse, Olive Garden. Here's the one for Red Lobster. Happy, happy birthday. We're really glad you came. I think this is the one that that gets thrown around mm-hmm. because it's that it's like you say it's got that off clap. Happy, happy birthday. Really glad. Yeah. Oh, that's the yeah. That's the one yeah. we used. Happy, happy birthday. We're really glad you came. Right. Da, 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 From da, the Lobster da, da, Gang. Da. We hope you have a good time on this your special day. So happy, mm-hmm. happy birthday. Hip and hip and hip hooray. Ta-da. <laughs> TGI Fridays. I don't know, but I've been told someone here is getting old. I don't know what has been said. Someone's face is turning red. Good news is we sing off key. Bad news is we sing off key. I like it. <laughs> oh, I got it wrong. Hang on. Good news is we sing for free. Bad news is we sing off key. So oh, I like it the first way. We sing off key. We <laughs> sing off key. I was like, all right, that's really stupid. That there is mm-hmm. the, because, you know, I worked for Burger King as well. Mm-hmm. And every so often somebody would ask us to, you know, sing for them. No, and, they did not. Oh, yeah. I, I was the, they called me the Super Sanny Man. My job was to keep the toilets clean, change the oil. Mm-hmm. I, I never had any contact at the windows or anything well, like that. thank God. Yeah, my job was to keep things clean, and mm-hmm. I was good at it. i got to be honest, I was good at it. One clean Burger King. But the other thing that I got to do was, if you remember, Burger King had birthday parties. I do remember, with those <laughs> stupid crowns. Right. Oh, there were packets. And what would oh. happen is, I'm telling you, what would happen is if you went into the freezer, they just kept everything in the freezer, mm-hmm. they had about five frozen birthday cakes. Mm-hmm. So if you got in there and on your squawk sheet, it said you got a birthday. Yeah. I was in charge of that. So I took that out and I set it on a counter. How hard was that thing? Well, hard the, as a rock. Oh, huh? yeah. You could have taken down a mugger with it. But you take it out, sit it down. How old's the kid? Blah. So get that number of candles. And then you take these little cups to make ice cream. Mm-hmm. So to make ice cream, you went to the milkshake dispenser. Yeah. Pulled and put the milkshake into the cups. Okay. And then put them into the freezer. Gross. And it had to be in there at least four hours. Ooh. And it became ice cream. 
and then there was a little packet that came with it. It was like a bag that had stuff in it. And it had 15 crowns uh-huh. and 13 memberships to the club and a card and all that kind of stuff. And the card was even signed, the Burger King and all Aww. that. And it was my job because the, the package also had balloons and streamers and foil and that kind of stuff. You didn't and it was, have to dr- dress up like the Burger King, did you? Uh, again, I never got with the customers. It was done by more... Okay intelligent people than I. So I set the party up. When it was over, I tore the party down. Wow. And people would say, aren't you going to sing his happy birthday? So there we were in our terrible, plasty Burger King shirts and we'd sing happy birthday. Eat your burger, kid. (laughs) Shut up, eat your burger and eat your milkshake ice cream and go away. Gross. (laughs) Happy, happy birthday, Tammy Burns. In six months, it's you again. Shush. And you'll be older. 56. What a dumb, dumb age. That'll do it. Thank you. Class is dismissed. Just because